When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. 2023 Model Your Fords in stock on the lot now. You can go test drive one for yourself at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Uh, you can go to Superbook Sports to get in on all the action. They will help you get your wagering started with the best app out there, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000 win or lose at Superbook.com. The TrueMav Fitness workout facility is top-notch, and they will help you reach your fitness goals in top-notch fashion. You can get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, you know the Intel Edge is what you need to succeed. I don't think the Intel Edge would have kept Derek Carr for throwing that interception, but it would have helped him make a good decision on his next real estate purchase if he was shopping for homes, as so many professional athletes do in Middle Tennessee. GaryAshton.com is where you go. So, what does this... We've gone through all these different uh, iterations of the John Robinson domino effect, right? Okay, John got fired. Now what? Then it becomes Mike Vrabel with personnel control. Now what? Okay, Amy Adams Strunk isn't speaking. How much is she hanging her organization out to dry by not being present to answer the questions about a decision that she was very, very directly involved in? So now we have to uh, we have to start the discussion um, about Todd Downing because obviously this is important for the coaching staff as well. And so I'd like to start there with your Two Rivers Ford take here tonight on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Have your, uh, oh, this is the wrong email. This is from last night's email. My bad. Uh, As far as Todd Downing goes, as you look at the Titans offensive coordinator situation, how safe do you consider him to be now? Now that the moves have been made and now that the coaching staff is very, very much in control of things, how safe would you consider Todd Downing's job Moving forward, we'll talk about it together right after I tell you uh, about the people who make your Two Rivers Ford take possible. That is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford always sells non-specialty new Ford vehicles below MSRP. And it's not just that. They go above and beyond to make sure that you are enjoying the, the car buying experience fast, easy, and fun. In-stock inventory is back at Two Rivers Ford. Truckloads of F-150s. Explorers like iDrive, Edges, and Escapes have finally arrived. It's been a while since the Two Rivers Ford lot has been fully stocked, just in time for the holidays. And right now, you can purchase any new non-specialty Ford below MSRP, plus lock in great financing rates starting at just 2.9%. The best selection, the best prices, the best service, and the best value for your trade. Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people. So... As we look at the the situation for Todd Downing, how safe would you consider him to be? 
Uh, Stephen King says, not safe at all. A new GM will look at the offense's numbers for the past three years and say he's got to go. Well, that depends on what offensive numbers you're talking about. They're still a top five red zone offense, even as they've been 0 for 4 in their last two games. They have been a top five red zone offense every year under Mike Vrabel, and Todd Downing's been a part of that staff. Now, red zone offense isn't everything, but it's enough to keep you in these games. It's enough to have them as the number one overall seed next year. So I think you are mistaken by what the evaluation of an NFL personnel person would be. And by the way, they don't control the coaching staff. Like, especially now, when the GM has been fired in favor of the coaching staff. Now, it's not like Mike Vrabel is going to get fired, but they have made a decision here that I think is fairly obvious to everybody. Rect says, I say, fire Todd Downing now and give Tim Kelly the keys until the rest of the year. But if I can't tell, I'm an idiot, dumb, and all of the above. Um, I... uh, well, I don't know about the last part of that, but Tim Kelly is is the passing game coordinator. What's your passing game look like right now? looks like shit. It looks like absolute shit. It's terrible. As soon as trailing Burks goes out, you have nothing, right? You have no legitimate source of offense, especially when Derrick Henry is struggling behind an offensive line like that. A general manager is going to come and say, okay, how can I make this thing better? Is it the offensive coordinator or is it the idea that the offensive line can't do anything? Can't do anything at all. Can't can't pass with them. Can't run with them. Can't play with them. Can't coach with them. Right. That's the uh, that's the whole situation. So now, as you look at it, well, if you are telling me that the offensive coordinator who got a DUI still gets to keep his job, but the general manager who has six straight six consecutive winning seasons, five playoff appearances in those six years. Uh, and in route to a seventh, where he very much presided over it, the guy that got the DUI and has been the coordinator of the quote-unquote underperforming offense, he gets to keep his job, but the general manager does not. What does that say to you? What does that say to you about the security that Todd Downing has right now? What does that say to you about the backing that Todd Downing has right now from Mike Vrabel? Scary Harry Flanagan says nobody likes him. I would very much disagree with that because the head coach is saying, um, you know, there has to be better execution. Coach has got to be better. Players got to be better. Better. Rockstar says you can't be serious. Oh, I'm serious as a heart attack, baby. Like this dude is more likely to keep his job than at any other point in time. And whether that's the right decision, whether that's the wrong decision, but to ignore the fact that the coaching staff just won out in this, that the ownership is looking around now, he'll be expected to now perform at a higher level when the next general manager gets hired. But it's not like Mike Vrabel's going anywhere. So if Mike Vrabel's not going anywhere, and he thinks Todd Downing is good at what he does and just needs better players, like Shane Bowen did in 2022, uh, or in 2020, then yeah, Todd Downing is very likely to be your offensive coordinator, not just through the end of this year, but into next. Now, how you feel about that is entirely your prerogative. Kendall Greer says, Buck, you don't know what you're talking about. The GM is trash. What GM? The GM is, uh, what? The GM has seven, what? I don't know what I'm talking about. No, Kendrell, respectfully, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. If you were going to look at John Robinson and think he's not good at what he does, you were a nowhere franchise, a nothing organization, and he pulled your ass out of the gutter. Pulled your ass out of the gutter. Got you the AFC championship game. Six, again, six consecutive winning seasons and route to a seventh, a third straight divisional title. 
if you are saying that the GM who did that is trash, then you just don't either. You don't know what you're watching. You don't know anything about football. You don't know about the players that you're watching, or you haven't paid attention to your football team that you're now commenting on. I can't help fix your stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do that for you. You have to do that yourself. You, in the same way that John Robinson pulled your organization out of the gutter, you, with a with a ridiculous statement like that, you have to have the self-awareness to pull your own stupidity out of the gutter and say, yeah, you know what? The guy did a pretty good job here. Trash? No. Nonsense. That is trash. But what I'll say to you is it wasn't good enough, and he got fired. Now, frustrations had bubbled over uh, with the ownership group, and the ownership group decided to make a change. But what that ultimately means is that the coaching staff is going to have more influence than they ever have. Mike Vrabel is going to have more influence than he ever had. And what was the whole thing around Todd Downing in 2020? Upgraded personnel. What happened with the upgraded personnel? Shane Bowen is now a candidate for a head coaching job because they have one of the best defenses in the sport. And they have done so considerably over the last two years since they upgraded the personnel. Whomever is coming into this job, they're going to work a lot more for Mike Vrabel than Mike Vrabel works for them. And I will tell you right now, if Mike thinks that Todd Downing is doing a good job or doing the best job he can at the end of the year, then yeah, he's absolutely likely to keep his job. If you're too ignorant to see that, or if you're looking around and saying, uh, or if you're looking around and saying, um, well, that doesn't make any sense. How could they possibly think that? Well, there's any number of reasons that they think that they just thought that and they went through with it and they fired the GM and not an offensive coordinator who just got a DY. Like if, if you, if you can't see that clearly, cause it's right there in front of your face, then you're deluding yourself. Now you may think Mike Vrabel is delusional. I will see. Right. But that was Mike's whole thing. Mike was backing Todd Downing the, or uh, backing Shane Bowen the whole way through when you guys wanted to drag that dude through the dirt. And then Mike looked around and said, well, we know it's not the coaching. Get better players. They retooled the defense. Defense is kicked ass under Shane Bowen. I don't know if it's going to go the same way with Todd Downing, but I know that Mike Vrabel is more likely to give him the benefit of the doubt. So uh, it's called Hope Bucks, says Dwayne Holiday. No, well, yes, it is. It is the, the best thing. The thing that people love most about sports, I think, is hope. But And I'm not here to take hope away from you, but I'm here to prepare you for the reality. You remember when Zach Bingham had that whole had that whole spiel? Like, I can't remember what Zach bet me that Shane Bowen would be fired after the 2020 season. I said, no, he's going to keep his job. Hell, he's going to get full control of this thing. And what had happened? He got full control of this. Now, obviously, Zach has plenty of people that he talks to in the Titans organization, as do I. And the people that I were talking to were saying, yeah, this guy's not going anywhere. The players, it's the players. They need better players. They can't work with Jadavion Clowney and, Vic Beasley and Jonathan Joseph and Adoree Jackson, who wasn't playing at the time. Um, so now you look around and you say, okay, uh, how much, how much of this is going to, is going to permeate to the offensive coordinator conversation? And buddy, I'm here to tell you that that dude is more likely to keep his job than not. You're going to hear from Todd Downing here in just a second right after I remind you uh, about the people who make this fine streaming program possible. That, of course, is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your Intel Edge. The Intel Edge you need to succeed is at GaryAshton.com. The team that your favorite teams trust is Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group. They are the best in the business. They'll help you find your dream address without the stress. They'll help you win with the Intel Edge you need to succeed. 
They'll help you find your next home without any, sell your next home without any showings or staging and help you find your next one, even though the Nashville real estate market is still red hot. GaryAshton.com is where you go to enjoy the best home buying experience humanly possible, just as I did almost four years ago. And since then, because the Ashton team put me in a good position to succeed, anytime I'm having a bad day, I look at my property value. My property value has doubled since I bought the home that the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage helped me find. GaryAshton.com can do the same for you. So, as you look at the situation for the offense, there's a couple of different things that Todd Downing was asked about today. And what he was asked about today, specifically, is the thing that's supposed to be his bread and butter, right? The whole reason Todd, not the whole reason, but a big reason that Todd Downing has that job is because he has orchestrated, even under Arthur Smith, he was involved very much in the planning and execution of the league, uh, of the one of the best red zone offenses in the league since Mike Vrabel has been in charge and since the staff has been uh, has been in place. Todd Downing joined the staff the year that Art got promoted to OC. So that would have been 2019. From 2019 through 2022, they have been a top five red zone offense. Now they're 0 for 4 in their last red zone trips. They had three against the Bengals. Uh, they got six points out of it. They had one against the Eagles. They got no points out of it. Because they had uh, they had penalties, they had a, and Dennis Staley gave up a sack in their only red zone possession. So now Todd Downing's asked about the thing that he's supposed to be the best at, and has been the best at, by the way. To his credit, if you want to criticize him, fine, but you have to also acknowledge how good he has been orchestrating the red zone offense. And this was something that he was asked about today. Todd, I think we asked you this last week, but again with the red zone situation, and Tannehill said just everything's magnified down there, which yeah. is obviously true. But anything you saw in last week's game too that you're seeing the trend with it going kind of backwards? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, missed opportunity. Right, we got down there into a third and less than a yard, and had an opportunity. Uh, you know, we went on the ball, and we were going to run a, a pretty uh, staple concept for us. Uh, you know, and pick up a first down there and be first and goal inside the ten where. Uh, you know we've had some success uh, over the years, and and this year included, um, and you know stubbed our toe a little bit, backed ourselves up, had a new player in a position, um, you know that he hadn't executed, and and we misfired, and it led to a field goal, and I felt like that was a, a drive, a scenario in the game that kind of took a little bit of steam out of our uh, engine, you know, and uh, we got to understand that's the strength of this offense. There's an expectation when we get down there. And uh, we didn't live up to that expectation in that drive. But it doesn't uh, waver my confidence in our ability to be a good red zone football team. That is. So that's Todd Downing uh, speaking today about the red zone offense. And, of course, he's not going to say that, yeah, I don't, think we got, well, I don't think we got the parts and pieces to be able to do this thing. He's never going to say that publicly. But what, he, uh, what Todd Downing does offer this football team right now the best thing that he offers this football team right now, they're not delivering on that. So uh, ABN Texas also adds, now this is an important point. I think we are bottom five in red zone attempts. Now, I don't know where they rank in terms of how many trips to red zone that they have, only how often they've capitalized when they get in the red zone. But I know that they are uh, far below average in terms of number of offensive possessions and it would, by, by the transitive property, make sense that they would not have a ton of red zone attempts, but have capitalized on their red zone possessions. That's an important point to make. And it's not an insignificant point. But how safe is Todd Downing's job? About as safe as it's ever been as we sit here today. 
So we'll keep it moving here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Let's talk about the Jags game. We have gone this entire week without talking about the Titans game against the Jags. And by the way, not a gimme. Jags are terrible. They're four and eight, but they're not so terrible that they couldn't beat a Titans team that's playing pretty terribly right now. The defense, I went back and watched the defensive performance against Philly and how little Jeff Simmons was able to give them. He looked, he looked completely, completely helpless is too strong. He looked completely inadequate against a Philadelphia offensive line, uh, against a Philadelphia offensive line. That is the best in the sport, but Jeff gave them really nothing. He's been invisible for about a month. So now we talk about the Jags game and the Jags game looks a hell of a lot more competitive than it used to because while they are four and eight, they, the only time they've been blown out this year is against the Detroit Lions, which was last week. Now there's a formula to doing this and you're going to hear from Greg Cosell on that here in just a second. I'll ask you this question on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you would like to interact, well, you are welcome to do so. What matchup are you most paying attention to this weekend versus the Jaguars? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by TrueMav Fitness. TrueMav Fitness is where you go to get your workout goals accomplished. I am down, as of today, 40 freaking pounds. 208.8, baby. Let's go. We're fired up. 200 by Super Bowl is within my grasp, and it is thanks to TrueMav Fitness. TrueMav Fitness has the classes, the personal training, the open gym, if you're not somebody who likes such a hands-on approach, to make sure that you continue to challenge yourself, that you reach your goals without feeling overwhelmed. That's the beautiful part of it. It's a fun and friendly environment for you to get your goals accomplished. They're just trying to help you get there. And they will do so with their boot camp style classes where you never repeat a workout, never feel like you're recycling a workout, keeps your body continuing to adapt to the situations, which continues to improve your level of fitness. And if you are not into group classes, the personal training is exceptional. The open gym is there for you. And you can get your first workout free at TrueMathFitness.com. I uh, honestly, like I put on that, what are they, what are these called? These are, is this, is this a Henley, this shirt today? Uh, anyway, I can't tell you. It's been probably 10 years since I've seen an Adam at Apple. Shout out TrueMath Fitness. I'm very, very happy that it's that, that I'm getting the results, and I know you will too if you're trying to start your workout goals today. TrueMathFitness.com. Visit them in the Gulch if you so choose. So, uh, I want to uh, uh, I want to take a look at the Jags game because we haven't talked about it at all. Thirty points isn't in this team's vocabulary. Yeah, I mean if they if they if they're feeling frisky, they might score twenty, but twenty seems like a lot for what I've watched in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that, uh, I think that as you look at the matchups, wide receivers versus the secondary, says Stacey Wills, secondary has been losing a lot of one-on-one matchups in the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, T Higgins got them. AJ Brown, Devonte Smith got them. They are not performing up to expectation. Now the pass rush isn't getting home. Pass rush was invisible, completely invisible. And that's really the only thing that the Titans do like at an above average level when they're healthy. Now, Autry's obviously not available. Jeff's dealing with an ankle but trying to play through it to his credit. Um, But he's been a non-factor, truly a non-factor in the last two weeks. Now he's trying, he's out there. And I I give him all the credit in the world for that. But at a certain point, you have to look around and say, this this dude is not, he's not helping the football. He's not overwhelming offensive linemen. He's not a 
clear and obvious advantage the way that he was for the majority of the season. And that sucks because Jeff's fun to watch and he's been invisible. Him and Derrick Henry both, your two best players, been invisible for about a month now. And there's a lot of different reasons why that's happening. But as you look at the matchups, the run defense against the Jags is going to be so critical because if you take away the rushing attack from the uh, from the uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars, you got to make you've got to make uh, you've got to make Trevor Lawrence and that passing game earn it a little more. Um, from a defensive perspective for the Titans, the one thing you absolutely have to be aware of in this game is Christian Kirk, because Christian Kirk is primarily a slot receiver. Um, he leads the NFL in slot targets. He leads the NFL in slot receptions. He's primarily a slot receiver in their offense, and he is their number one receiver, clearly. Now, they actually have a pretty decent receiving core with the, with the two Joneses, A and Marvin, but Kirk is kind of the guy, and he's he's the, the player that you can't let be a deciding factor in the game if you're Tennessee. Well, and I'm... I'm- So Jacksonville obviously paid Christian Kirk a lot of money. Um, and he's not a, you know, he's not an overwhelmingly like top 10 wide receiver, but he's still a good enough player within the system that they run. And Trevor Lawrence can make spectacular throws. But when you take away the run from the uh when you take away the run from the Jags, you can help you can help put Trevor Lawrence in unenviable positions. Trevor Lawrence may go on to be a great quarterback. He's not there yet, right? He's still got a lot of growing pains that he's going through. I think that Trevor, I hope that Trevor Lawrence has a spectacular career. You, you you probably don't as a Titans fan, but, you know, as somebody who just likes to watch talented quarterbacks succeed, you know, play at a high level, I would love to see Trevor Lawrence succeed in the league. Now, he's not there quite yet, but he's got enough. Ask the Ravens, and you're very, very much like the Ravens right now. You're without a number one wide receiver. Rashad Bateman's been hurt all year. The Ravens offensive line is hot trash. J.K. Dobbins has been hurt for a good majority of the season. They can't get anything done beyond Lamar making special plays, and the Titans don't have Lamar, right? So, and by the way, they're, they're, the Ravens defense isn't playing that well right now either. They've got injuries as well. They've got um, they've got a ton of injuries as well, and that was kind of the same. It's funny that the Ravens and the Titans really have had very similar seasons the last two years as far as the injury um, and how they've, how they've worked, tried to overcome it to an extent. The Ravens obviously did much worse than the Titans did last year, but you know, those, they, they, the parallels are there, right? So Jacksonville took, uh, took Baltimore to the final minutes. Trevor Lawrence made some special throws and beat him. That's entirely possible happening on Sunday. I know, I know the Titans are used to owning the Jags. Maybe it happens again. Maybe this is Derrick Henry get right. Maybe none of this matters in what Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days. So maybe none of this matters in three days, but right now this is a very, very imminently beatable team. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you don't, if you don't take away the run and make Trevor Lawrence try to beat you, you're going to be in a bad position. And he may still be able to do it anyway, because he's got pretty special abilities. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, Kenyatta West says Lawrence needs a new team. I mean, that's that's the curse of the of the highly talented quarterback, right? You go to the shittiest spots, uh, whether it's Justin Fields in Chicago, Mac Jones and the Patriots, although it doesn't look like that's going smoothly. Um the 49ers traded up to get Trey Lance, but obviously Trey Lance's career has been a bit of a disaster so far through no fault of his own. Injuries are unfortunate, and now Jimmy G's hurt. So they're going to go out there and win it with, uh, what's his name, Brock Purdy? Is that right, the rookie quarterback? Uh, <laughs> Brock Purdy sounds like a like a, mate, like a Blue Mountain State quarterback name. It doesn't even sound like a real person. 
That's pretty, that's pretty funny. Uh, the Ravens got downing too, says Dwayne Holiday. No, they have one of the most respected offense coordinators in the league in, uh, in Greg Roman. And you know what? They can't get shit done either. Like people are just as pissed about the Ravens offense in Baltimore as Titans fans are with Todd Downing. And Greg Roman has been regarded as a really, really high level coordinator for a long time. I'm not, again, I'm not saying that Todd Downing is that I'm just saying like, you've got a lot of the same problems. So let's, uh, let's keep it moving here on uh, A to Z sports primetime. Let's do a weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? <laughs> ABN says, can't wait to hear the radio show tomorrow on Tor- Lawrence and Tannehill season comparison. I mean, the numbers make it seem a lot closer than it actually is. Um, but obviously, there are some things that uh, there's some things that Ryan Tannehill can do and is comfortable doing that Trevor Lawrence, for all his talent, is not yet there. So we'll we'll have a good discussion, I think, about that tomorrow. But in the meantime, we'll do a weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back the most in sports this week? On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, uh, we will discuss at length together. Right after I remind you that the people who make A to Z Sports Prime Time possible and your sports wagering is Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports will match your first bet up to $1,000 win or lose when you download the app. It's available in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. It's clean. It's easy to use. They have the best odds boosts and promo bets on your favorite teams, both locally and nationally. If you just want to bet your favorite teams, the Tennessee tab right there for you. Titans, Balls, Preds. Grizzlies, all available in the Superbook Sports apps with the best odds boost and promo bets out there. So download the Superbook Sports app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, there, uh, as we look at who needs to bounce back in sports most this week, Let's take a look at a couple of different uh, a couple of different nominees. Obviously, John Robinson is a pretty good bounce back candidate. Um, now, John, I think is going to end up fine. I think John's going to have another job in the league, and he, I, I don't doubt the bounce back is coming in the near future. Trey Reed says Matt Ryan needs a bounce back after giving the Cowboys that game Sunday night, thirty three points in the fourth quarter. A lot of bad turnovers by Matt Ryan. He did he played terribly poorly, and he's really struggled. Now, uh, scary Harry Flanagan says Baker Mayfield. I haven't, so I, uh, I haven't been able to, obviously we're in the third quarter now with the Sunday night football game and I haven't been able to play a ton of close attention. I know Baker's obviously playing, but I haven't, I haven't seen it's 13 to three. It's not like the Raiders are running them out of town, but, um, obviously the Rams are struggling to get things done right now. Who needs to bounce back most in sports? So here's the, here's the, uh, the question. What, what did you just try to throw up on the, on the screen read? My girlfriend doesn't like your voice, but can you say, hi, Jackie, you're on our TV. Hi, Jackie. Listen, I don't like my voice either. Um, I uh, I appreciate where you're coming from. Most significant others don't enjoy the fact that their significant other makes you or whomever watch this show at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock at night the way that you do. Uh, I, uh, I completely understand why you don't like my voice, Jackie. I would assume that it is one of the greatest annoyances in your life, and I'm very, very sorry for that. But also, we appreciate that Eric watches. And, uh, you know, the 499, I don't know what, I, I still don't know where the 499 goes. Um, I it better it damn well be better going to produce a read, but, uh, yeah, I hate my voice too. It's, uh, it's okay. But hi, Jackie. Thank you for, thank you for suffering through this. There's a lot. I, I run into a lot of girlfriends and wives of people who watch the show and just be like, I, 
you are uh, you are you are a constant presence in my house at night in ways that I do not want. And I said, I'm sorry. I I'm grateful for your significant others. I I wish that I could do something for you about it. I wish they would leave it. Uh, I wish that they would. Uh, I wish that they would listen to it at a different time rather than making you do it when you're trying to spend quality time together at night. But unfortunately, this is uh, this is the time that the that the primetime show airs. So stay stay strong, Jackie. It's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, who needs to bounce back? I need to bounce back because apparently, um, uh, but I, apparently my voice stinks. Um, Although I do, I do really, I really don't like the sound of my own voice, but it's funny because that's what pays my mortgage. Thank God. Um, let's see, Buck, uh, you have a perfect radio voice. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wish my voice was as, uh, was I wait, listen, truckers listen to your voice, Buck to keep awake. Okay, good. Love that. Uh, <laughs> hooligan says LMA, LMAO, my girl bitches too. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I get this a lot. This is when I meet you guys out in public. And sometimes you're with your significant others. The first thing the significant other says to me is, I cannot stand the fact that you're on my husband's phone every night at 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night. Like, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, it's a totally reasonable complaint. Totally reasonable complaint. I appreciate it. William Romer says, my lady makes me go downstairs when I'm listening. <laughs> you guys are the best. Hey, you know what? Keep that energy, though, because you show up anyway even if it causes strife in your relationships. I'm grateful for that. You know who needs to bounce back? God help me. Thank God it's the end of the show. The entire conversation around the Brittany Griner thing is exhausting. <laughs> and I, the only smart analysis I've heard from somebody that I care about, well, Micah Parsons is the person that needs to bounce back because Micah Parsons clearly doesn't know anything about what's going on and made a lot of comments today that he had to walk back and apologize for. And listen, I'm sure a lot of people feel the way that Micah Parsons does. I'm not mad at Micah Parsons. I'm mad at people who are unwilling to read about the situation and kind of have some critical thought about it before they get out there on Twitter with their opinions about it. Now, Brittany Griner obviously released from a Russian prison um, this week in a prisoner swap for somebody called the Merchant of Death, right? Like this is this is not this is not an equitable trade that the United States made, and yet it is saving the life of an American citizen who has been imprisoned and was sentenced to nine years in a Russian work camp um, in a country that I'm certain is not hospitable to uh, women in particular, but particularly to gay women the way that Brittany Griner is. And obviously, Brittany Griner is a above-average-sized human being, is a WNBA player. She's an easy target for a lot of people. There is also the Marine who has been wrongfully imprisoned since 2018. Russia let Brittany Griner go instead of the Marine, and it caused a lot of controversy today. But I want you to hear the smartest explanation of anybody that I've heard breaking this stuff down, and you can make your own assessments. of. I'm not telling you one way to think. I'm not telling you the other. I'm just saying that I wish more people would take the time to have some critical thought before they run out on Twitter and try to start a fight. You've been hesitant to talk about some of this stuff because there are just so many unknown dangers around it, and you legitimately know and care about some of the people involved who have been scared and hurting here. Can you tell us, as politics will grab this, Kate, I, it, I, imagine, I can imagine Fox News right now summoning its forces to be like, how could we trade for this? This human life isn't worth what we've traded. The merchant of death, uh, you know, create the horrors and the propaganda and everything that needs to be created around creating division. I'm sure this will become a political football that isn't all just happy Brittany Griner's home. Yeah, and I, I mean, I already have 
you know, in the cynicism that I possess in my heart, and I don't know if you all have already touched on this, there's a small part of me that wonders if part of the reason Russia made this deal is because they knew that releasing Brittany Griner and not Paul Whelan, a Marine, would send certain people send certain people spiraling again mm. to use that phrase as you have already started to see if you are if you see you know any of the reactions to what's happening and i'm sure you all have touched on it because i heard a meme there a couple minutes ago you know in in my cynical heart i i'm like is this another way to divide america by releasing Brittany griner That's the most coherent argument that I've heard with why the Russians would agree to that deal. How else can we divide American citizens when so much of this is being, you know, it's the divisions are clear and obvious. It became what that's courtesy of the Dan Levitard show, by the way. I thought it was a really, really smart conversation. Now, I'm not telling you how to think and I'm not telling you that I'm not telling that you're right, wrong or indifferent. But I am I am willing to hear other people out on this. And I think a lot of that stuff gets lost in the, in the Twitter conversation. So I'm not, again, I'm not telling you, uh, how you need to, uh, how you need to go about this. And yeah, Russia probably finessed you again, like Russia, Russia has been getting the better of people, uh, for, uh, for a while. Um, and they're ruthless with that shit, right? They're crazy. So I'm not I'm not here to have a political conversation other than this is a sports conversation that has inherently been made political. And that argument by Kate Fagan, I really appreciated the context because it's not something I had considered. And I would imagine a lot of other people have not considered that as well, that it was a tactical move to further divide Americans around this kind of stuff. And it looks to me like it worked. Anyway, it's going to do it for us tonight. Some heavy stuff to end the end the primetime show, but heavy in a way that I think is, you know, I think it's digestible for everybody. And by the way, I appreciate you guys being willing to let me have conversations like this. Um, Trey Reed says I could talk football with Buck all day long. Well, listen, you can. I got three more hours of radio to do tomorrow, and uh, and we'll discuss at length together. Have a great rest of your evening. Uh, have a great weekend. I'm going to be obviously at Titans and Jags on Sunday because that's what I get paid to do. And we'll enjoy the uh, we'll enjoy whatever happens, good, bad, or indifferent, and we'll see uh, and we'll see what goes down between these Titans uh, and the Jags moving forward with a critical critical division game on the line. Uh, so enjoy your weekend, enjoy uh, everything that comes with the football, right, uh, uh, one way or the other, and certainly we'll talk about it. Three more hours on the radio show tomorrow, and then we'll call it a day. Oh, by the way, really good six one five sessions conversation coming for you tomorrow with Joe Rexrode of The Athletic and myself. We kind of debate the merits of firing John Robinson because Joe doesn't feel as strongly as I do that it's going to end up being the right decision. But in the meantime, we'll see you guys later. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It ain't warm when she goes away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone